This is episode 196 of How About That Cigar, recorded live at the Corona Cigar Studio. We have Matt Tobacco from SmokinTobacco.com back on the show to talk about the raffle they have running, all to raise money for the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. Please take a minute to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Corona Cigar Company is your one-stop shop for all your cigar needs. Whether that's a brand new humidor, a box of those new cigars you've been waiting for, a top-of-the-line cutter or lighter, a place to enjoy the finest cigars and spirits with friends, or the only cigars grown right here in the Sunshine State, we've got you covered. Come visit one of our retail locations for the ultimate cigar experience. Visit us online at coronacigar.com. How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corona Cigar Studios for episode 196 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you so much for joining us live on Facebook, live on YouTube. And for those of you listening after the fact on the audio podcast, thanks so much for making How About That Cigar a part of your regular audio podcast rotation. Uh, Here in the Corona Cigar Studios, we have Justin, we have Matt. And we are How About That Cigar, and we are so excited to have you with us. Um, And we have a great special guest coming on in a few minutes, but uh, a little bit about our Minnesota Wild. How are the Wild doing, by the way? So they're actually playing fantastic hockey when it counts. And I know, Justin, you're being so great about it because you really don't give a shit. But but they're they're playing fantastic hockey right now. Um, uh, Kirill Kaprizov is injured, but there's good news. There's a silver lining that... He's not going to be out as long as they originally thought. Originally, they said he was going to be out four to six weeks, and now it's looking like three to four weeks. So uh, there's 12 games left in the regular season, and it looks like we're going to get him back before the so, regular so season. So this is over. one of those moments I can say, so you're saying there's a so chance. So you're saying there's a chance. That's right. And there is a chance. They're playing really well. Um, we've we've won a lot of our recent games. The Both goaltenders are playing really well. Uh, we lost to Boston, but Boston is – the Boston Bruins are absolutely insanely good this season. I mean, they're somebody's smiling in the back. There, yeah, I yeah. See him, I see him our, our special Greg. guest <laughs> about to come on. He's he's gonna have some things to say about the Bruins. No. But they're the the Bruins are playing absolutely lights out hockey right now. So, you know, hats off to them. They're they are they are far and away the the favorites for the Stanley Cup. Uh, the, Coop, what, what about Timber, the Timberwolves? Timberwolves. I mean. I don't really follow basketball super closely, but I do know, uh, you know, a couple things. I think Edwards is hurts. Um, and I mean, they're, they're just, they're riding that mediocre line. You know, they're riding that just like one game above 500 line. As far as I know, I don't really follow it super closely, but honestly, when I watch NBA basketball, I tend to just zone out Yeah, college ball. I can, I'm, I'm starting to get back into, and it's starting to become exciting again, but pro pro basketball for some reason i just they they just i don't know it just doesn't have the excitement level okay so i don't know if it's just that they're they're pampered and they're or super, we're just used to those legacy teams from back in the day when we grew up watching basketball yeah i do remember that the stuff. old celtics lakers right. the rivalry bulls, the know, bulls yeah, yep, yep. you know the, I, I remember that yes stuff, but yeah yeah i just i i'm trying to get back into basketball and yeah. but it's going to be a slow it's going to be a slow and steady drive to get me back into actually enjoying it yeah uh the aa ron rogers saga continues there's still no uh official word that he is a member of the new york jets 
at least as of 30 minutes ago, the last time I looked on on Google, mm-hmm. it, it's it's still, uh, you know, still up in the air. As far as I know, both teams are still arguing about compensation uh, details, things like that. Um, uh, as you can see on the screen right now, smash that like button. Be sure to smash that like button and, uh, and subscribe. subscribe to the channel. Uh, that's on Facebook, YouTube, all the good places. Uh, to make sure that you guys don't miss anything else that we have going on. And it is definitely time for us to bring on our special guest of the evening. This is a very exciting thing that, that has happened for the last few years. Uh, very excited to bring more attention to it this year because uh, it is definitely a very worthwhile cause and an exciting thing that's happening in the cigar business uh, right along with that. And, and they're killing it. They I mean, are they're, absolutely they're absolutely killing it every single time. And just, I mean, it's for the kids. What else can we say? You That's know? right. It's, it's, it's a good thing. We'll get into that more here in a second. Absolutely. So our special guests of the evening, guys, you know it. They are brought to us by our friends at Drew Estate. And Drew Estate is proud to announce the all-new Acid Cigars Cuba Riety 3-Packs, specially designed to both broaden the palate of acid cigar enthusiasts and expand awareness of the full Drew Estate product portfolio. The Coup Variety 3-Packs also present on-the-go consumers with tremendous value. For the price of two Acid Cuba Cubas, purchasers receive three cigars with a complimentary Undercrown Shade cigar included in the pack. All three of those cigars are Robustos and are packaged with Bovina humidification pouches to ensure they remain fresh until they're enjoyed. With an MSRP of $21.90 per pack, the Acid Kubariety 3-packs from Drew Estate are available now. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you would please... Put your hands together and welcome to episode 196 of How About That Cigar Live. Back on the show from SmokinTobacco.com, Mr. Matt Tobacco. Welcome back to the show, brother. What's going on? Living the dream in beautiful uh, Minnesota. It's 30 degrees, I think, right now. Yeah, it was like 40 today, actually. Oh, 40. I saw somebody was driving your house that was around with shorts on, actually. Yeah. So it's that time of the year. Short weather, right. you know, flip-flops pretty soon. When it's 45, we'll be good. Yeah. We're getting through this. We're just behind you. People, people yeah. start wearing, I mean, above you. wearing shorts and sandals. Yeah. We were like you know, 48, 48 today, I think. So Nice. Yeah. Right. So you had some people out in shorts and sandals, too, right? Mm, not quite, but <laughs> it's like, you know... It's like right here. It's going to be yeah. like mid to high fifties the rest of the week, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's been it's been a brutal winter. It's I'm pretty sure we're we're riding the line between the third and the second snowiest winter on record right. for the state right. of Minnesota. It's- Raul Ramos. Also, I have two things. I have two things I wanted to say right out of the gate. First of all, yeah, thank right you on. for having me on the show and helping support this cause because it means a lot to us. So thank you. The second thing. I just wanted to point out that sports betting just became legal in the state of Massachusetts. Oh, boy. And so I just wanted to point out, um, I, well, I want to thank you. I want to thank the Minnesota Wild for, for losing that game because <laughs> I, won, I won $400 on that game this weekend. So, Oh, um, very nice. Very nice. Thank you, Minnesota, for, for stepping out of the way of the big bad I'm Bruins. Brother out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been fun. It's been fun. You know, uh, I feel like, uh, I mean, I haven't been going too crazy. I, I, to be honest with you, I had a couple of bonus bets that I dumped on that game and they, they worked in my favor, but it's been a lot of fun re- late, uh, lately because, um, you know, you can just bet right on your phone. So even yeah. if it's like 10 bucks or whatever, it just, I don't know, it makes the game more fun to watch. You know, you're sitting at home and like, let's drop 10, 10 bucks on this game. And then all of a sudden it's just, it feels like a playoff game. It's like, oh, I got something, <laughs> there's like something to win here. <laughs> right. 
Well, that's fine. And and honestly, the I mean, like I mentioned, the Bruins are absolutely killing it. They're uh, they are they are light years above pretty much everybody else in in the NHL right now. I mean, they are playing absolutely outstanding hockey. You know, I think in the last couple of years, we've had some good teams. We went to the finals against St. Louis three years ago. Yeah, I think so. It was fairly so. We've had some good teams. Uh, just haven't really made it, you know, and I think, you know, we have perhaps the best team in the league this year. And I think that, you know, Don Sweeney and the rest of the Boston front office is just like, let, you know, let's, let's go for it. You know, we, at the, at the deadline, you know, we got Petruzzi from, from Detroit. And I think that was a good move. And, yeah. uh, our goaltenders are lights out. I mean, we got Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marsham, we got David Pasternak. I mean, what else Brad, can I say? I mean, this is a lethal team, and it's, it's fun to funny. watch. Brad, Brad Marchand is one of those players that you absolutely hate unless he's on your team. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I mean, he is a he is a he is a genuinely, and this is just my opinion as as somebody who enjoys the game and and has to play against him. Um, and and also seeing some of his behavior, you know, on the ice is he's a player that you don't like. <laughs> but when he's wearing when he's wearing your team colors, you you think he's you think he's one of it's the like, best. That's like world. NASCAR. I mean, I, everyone knows I'm a big NASCAR fan. Everyone loves to hate Kyle Busch unless he's your driver. And I love Kyle Busch. That's my guy. You know, I grew up in an Earnhardt family. You know, and uh, the number three that was uh, that was the family I grew up in. And you know, the, you either loved him. You, you loved him or you hated him and we loved him. And now I love Kyle Bush and everyone hates him and everyone shits on him, but he's won more <laughs> races than anyone else. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> and then it was like Tom Brady and the Patriots. Everyone hated Tom Brady. It's like, I love Tom Brady because yeah. we got six Super Bowls. With him, so <laughs> I, mean, I, call you know. the, I call it the Yankee syndrome where when, when, when some organization gets, and it could be, it could be a big corporation. It could be a cigar brand. It could be a sports team. And when they have massive, massive success for an extended period of time, mm -hmm. some people, uh, Nickelback, some people, you know, the band, some people will line up to hate on them, and they don't even know why. I know. They're jumping on <laughs> the, wrong with Nickelback? on the hate bandwagon, and they have no. They're they're like, oh, I hate Nickelback too. Right. Oh, do you? Why? Right. Tell me. <laughs> name five. Name two people right. in the band Nickelback. Name two people. You know, name one, name two songs. Now, give give me two of their song titles, and people are like, "Oh, but I hate them." Or, or they'll <laughs> they'll hate on a cigar brand, and you're like, "Okay, name name three of the cigars that they have on the market." If you claim to hate that cigar brand, right? Uh, what, what do you really know? Yeah, name three people <laughs> on the Yankees. Name three people on the on the Boston Bruins, and they can't do it because they're just they're on that hate bandwagon. Mm. Don't get on that hate ba hate bandwagon. It's not worth it. Yeah, definitely not. All right, uh, so Matt, this is uh, this is something that we know you guys have been um, have been doing for a while, and it's it's a super. I mean, one of the things that we love about the cigar industry is that it's not just about the cigars; that it's really more about the people. It's more about the experiences, the relationships, than it is about uh, the tobacco and the cigars. As much as we love to taste the cigars and smell the cigars and all the stuff that goes into it. Um, there is something that really, when it gets down to the, you know, the heart of the matter, it gets down to the people that make the cigars, the people that live in the communities, uh, where this tobacco is grown, where these cigars are rolled. 
Um, and it's important for us as cigar enthusiasts to really get to know about the process and the people who make it all happen. Um, so take us back a little bit and tell us about the origins so, so of be- this raffle. Before we get into that, though. Oh, yeah. You need to light up a cigar. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I do. I, and thank what, you. Are you, what are you smoking tonight, by the way, Matt? I'm smoking the Julius Caesar uh, Toast Across America Ooh. Shark, also known as the um, Etu Brute. Okay. And uh, this you, is this is the one carrying? from the uh, from the packs. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I am just drinking water tonight. Okay. Um, uh, it's Monday night, and uh, so this is my hydration day. Okay. You know, after the long weekend, and uh, after that $400 win, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Uh, well, I am also um, going kind of big. I've got this uh, Opus X Ooh. shark. There you go. Uh, that I'm going to fire up right now. And I'm going to do that. Thank you, Justin, for reminding me. I'm going to do that on the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust toast, toast can. Oh, uh, let me pull up that. Uh, we're getting there. I like this. Get? I like this angle of Matt tie. I could get you like that angle. This angle. Yeah. Straight, straight up into the angle. Into that. The, is, I, I don't even that know is if that's going to focus or not, mm. but we're going with it. That's when handsome. lighting your cigar. It's important to pay, be patient, pay close attention to detail and focus on the tobacco. <clears throat> In the same way, Steve Saka brings those same qualities to ultra-premium cigars of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust have become known for. From Sombra Mesa to Umbagog, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. There we go. There we go. And just real quick, I got a uh, little Stolen Thrones action tonight with Ooh, very the, nice. uh, the Crook of the Crown. Crook of the Crown. Not really. There we go. There it is. We're getting there. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going with the Lift Bridge root beer tonight. Local root local beer. Brewery, locally made. Local fun. Oh, that's local nice. Fun. I like root beer. Yeah. And I have some uh, lovely E.H. Taylor small batch uh, bourbon in my glass. Delicious. And a little bit, of, a little bit of water. Okay, mm. delicious. Jay Davis smoking a Vega Magna tonight. Sorry, not Fuente or Newman, but you know, it's all good. Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Um. So, uh, thank you for reminding me about the toast cam. And yeah. if we, if you could, uh, Matt, take us back uh, to the origins of this uh, of this raffle for the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. So, <clears throat> when smoking tobacco first began. <clears throat> excuse me it's a little dry here and it is my throat's a little dry but <clears throat> just bear with me um when smoking tobacco first began in 2019 i had always said that you know hey if this thing becomes popular and you know we have an audience or you know some kind of following um that we can get together or rally together and do something for charity uh, that's something that I'd love to do. And I, and at the time, I didn't know what it would be or how we would do it or even when that time would come. So, um, you know, we did our thing and it was it was just something that I, I, I had on the list. But, you know, when the time was right and it was um, two years ago, we decided, hey, let's 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 try something. And so we came up with the idea of doing a raffle and we did it all in house and it was successful. We did $7,000 for Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. Um, you know, it was awesome. You know, we, we had some people to donate some things and we raffled them off. And poor Nicole had to email everybody one by one and 
fill out a spreadsheet with everyone's ticket numbers and this and that. And it was fun and it was successful. Um, but we learned a lot from that. So then last year, you know, we said, let's find another way to do this more efficiently. So we found the website rally up, which is where we currently host our raffles and, uh, really awesome. You can just program it all in, build your raffle and all and they do the rest for you. They pull all the names, they handle the money, they send it directly. We don't have to worry about, you know, touching that or whatever. And so we did that and it, it was great. And, you know, more as time went on, I think, you know, in our second year, um, still a lot of people didn't really know about it. And so as we can, you know, we kept going and going and going, it, it kind of slowly built up steam, right? So we passed our 7,000 from the year before we got to 10,000 and then from 10,000, we went right to 20. And I think it was at that point that it was like, Oh wow. Like this is a big deal. And like, wow, this is successful. Uh, you know, our only our second year, that's, those are some big numbers. And, um, you know, we were just so proud that everyone started calling us like at the last minute, Hey, can I put something in? Hey, can I put something in? Hey, can I put something in? So we like prizes were being added, like, you know, the final weeks, uh, it, it really like took off at that point and it really got a lot of attention. And, um, you know, fortunately we finished, uh, by ourselves at a total of $25,500. Now, a few weeks before it ended, uh, Cynthia and Carlito Fuente called me and, um, you know, said we want to extend this a few more weeks which we did uh because they were like you know we can we think we can raise more money with this we're gonna really push it and promote it and uh whatever you end up you know raising by yourself in the end like we'll match that number so last year's total technically was fifty one thousand dollars um which brings our total to date with the first two years to fifty eight thousand dollars to the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation, uh, which we, Nicole and I, had the pleasure of visiting back in November, and we could probably get into that later. But um, so we said, you know, hey, like we're going to keep doing this. And uh, so we got on this year's right away. And I started building the site, you know, months ago and started talking to everyone and getting people involved. And this year it was kind of like people knew about it. And it was like, you know, they were like eager to get in and donate stuff. So, it was very, it was just very exciting and, and just to see people being like, Hey, you know, what can we do? Hey, what, how can I help? And this and that, and like, how can we like, you know, raise more money? And it was really exciting. Like it's, it's like taken off now, you know, in the, in the third run. So, um, it's just, uh, it's very, it's, it's, it's humble to be a part of it, uh, honored to be a part of it. It's a very special cause. You know, like you guys said, um, when you get to see it firsthand, you get to meet those kids, it'll change your life and anyone who ever gets the opportunity to do so. I highly recommend it. Um, don't don't uh, don't put that opportunity off. Jump on it right away. And uh, you know, currently, let me check right now. We are at five thousand nine hundred and sixty dollars. First went live last week. I started it a little bit early because I was excited. Um, <laughs> so we're just under six thousand dollars. So uh, and we have thirty six days, nineteen hours, eight minutes, and five seconds to go. So there's a lot of room to grow here. Uh, but we're very excited with what we've been able to do. Yeah. And it's one of the things I want to do right now is um, kind of pull up on screen some of the pictures that you've shared uh, of the the visit that you the time that you got to spend down there. So because uh, I, I really want people to see, uh, 
these faces, you know, on the show here. And, you know, so they can see what, you know, their money's going to. And there's, uh, there's Nicole with, uh, one of the kids from the school there, I believe. Yeah. That's one of my favorite photos, uh, that I think we have out of the hundreds of photos that we took, uh, just amazing. And, um, and then this is, um, this is a group of some of the students from, from the school there. Is that right? Yeah. So they, you know, they brought us on the whole tour of the school. Um, you know, uh, we kind of got to see like every little department and met all the teachers and met the kids. And, uh, we finally got to the end and they put on a performance on their stage for us. That's, and this was after we all took a photo together, um, which was really cool to see. Yeah. It's, and, and it's for anybody, anybody who ever gets a chance to go visit, um, you know, some, there there's some i mean not all cigar factories do it because not all cigar companies have the resources to do so but a lot of cigar factories do have facilities right there with that give back to um you know the people in the community and and you know to get to see the faces of these kids and the parents and 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 it's just it's very matt if we could go back to the last photo there um the so the the kid on the right uh, in the red with the guitar, that's Emilio. And some of you, if you follow like Cynthia or I know um, Carlito and I think Tony Cattengill uh, have talked about him and, and talked about the foundation before. We've talked about it on our shows last year during last year's promotion. He, he's the one that, um, if I remember correctly, he had, I want to say it was brain cancer or like a brain tumor or something. And he, he didn't have a really good diagnosis that you know wasn't going well for him and uh but he stayed positive and uh he ended up he ended up fighting that and beating that and uh and he's there and he's there today and he's he's doing well and he's at the school and he plays music um you know he he's just one of so many kids that have you know benefited from this and have yeah. gotten so much out of it and have had their lives changed yeah um, and just, it's it's amazing because the uh, I, a lot of people can't understand the the some of the living conditions without seeing it firsthand. And for these people to have access to medical care for the the people who work at these factories who have medical care, schooling, and safe facilities for their families, it's it's absolutely life changing. Like stuff we take for granted every day it's absolutely yeah. life-changing for them i mean so while we were down there you know we were you know we were with carlito and and the fuente staff and you know we, we visited the factory and we went to chateau de la fuente with you know what the opus x tobacco was grown in the farm and all that and uh the school is actually right up the uh, the dirt road um from chateau de la fuente where the tobacco is grown people have seen the photos of hundreds of times uh it's right there so you know part of the story is you know when they when they first went down there you know to buy that land for the farm you know you're talking 30 years ago um <clears throat> that's when they first saw like you know these kids and you know they had no shoes and they barely had any clothes and they you know they were walking through mud to go to their little schoolhouse and yeah they had uh one of the things carlito said to us was he's like the kids had these like these full giant bellies and they 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 didn't realize that they were so big because 
there was uh, parasites in the water that they were drinking because they had no clean water. They didn't have running water. They didn't have anything like that. They, they just drank whatever water was there. And it wasn't good for them, but that's all they had. And it was one of the first things they did was, you know, they, they put in clean water for them to, to drink, to bathe, um, you know, because they didn't have that. And, uh, you know, just to to go to to go home and, and into like a dirt makeshift hut, you know, and that's where you lived. And then you walked barefoot through the mud to school. And, you know, you the only water you have is tainted you know, water with bacteria and parasites um, that physically, you know, is, is dangerous for you and, and, and makes you, you know, not well. Um, to be able to go to school every day with regular clothes and shoes, uh, go home to, you know, what is, you know, much better living facilities there and, and still get two guaranteed two meals a day at school uh, is, is huge, you know, especially for, for people like that. I mean, they, they had nothing. They had absolutely nothing. So it it has changed, not just the kids, but the, the whole community down there. It's um, it, it, it is quite something, and especially in such a remote location. Um, you know, these people were forgotten about. And if yeah. it wasn't for if it wasn't for the Fuentes and the Newmans who went down there, who saw these kids were like, hey, we got to do something. Uh, they maybe they maybe they never would have changed. Um, so this is uh, it is a big deal. Well, and another thing I want to pull up on screen here, and I'm going to do that right now. Uh, let's do that right there. Okay, so this is this is the site that you set up. Yes. And uh, I want people to see this on screen now. So um, like Matt said already, there's 36 days, uh, just shy of 37 days uh, left uh, for people to uh, get in on this raffle, and if you look here, if for for entries, um, these are this is the pricing for buying entries into the raffle. Um, and it's, I mean, it's first of all, it's, and we'll go through a lot of the stuff that people will be eligible to win from buying raffle tickets, but the pricing is ridiculously attractive to get in on this raffle that you know. First of all, this money is going directly to help these families. Second of all, you can, uh, and nowhere near as important, but it does make it fun that, that you have the opportunity to, you know, take home a very nice prize for your, you know, money of entering this raffle. And Matt, one thing I want to add, Chad, so those are like a preset, but you can donate any kind of money you want. Right. Uh, and, and any, you know, value. Uh, like I said, last year we had a single donation for $10,000. So, uh, you can pick anything you want. The other thing, if you scroll back up just a smidge, yeah. um, we added this this year because I got a lot of people last year who, you know, said, hey, like, I don't want to people who especially like industry people who wanted to donate money, but they didn't want to win anything because they, you know, they, they, they weren't about that. So yeah. we added to the right. You'll see buy entries or you can just make a general donation. So if you don't want to participate in the raffle, but you still want to donate, you can donate just a straight donation without being involved. You don't have to worry about getting picked or whatever. Um, which is something we didn't have last year. So just so people are aware that you do have both options. Yeah. And that's, that's a great thing. I, I agree. That's, um, that's very cool. But I mean, I'm just scrolling down here. These, for those of you who um, are, are some of our favorite people out there in the cigar world, some of these great consumers who watch shows like how about that cigar who watch shows like smoking tobacco and coop and cigar dojo, these 
these are if you if you choose you can buy raffle entries and have a possibility of winning just some really awesome stuff and there's some great companies that have been extremely generous in donating this stuff uh that you guys can win i mean this this alfonso ashtray alone is worth well it's it's priceless i mean there's they're not (laughs) even uh, as far as not in circulation yeah they're not in circulation you know and this some of this stuff is just i mean st dupont lighters we all know how much those lighters cost retail you know and um i i i know that fuente is you know uh i actually i actually and i'll and i'll if if it's okay, I'll read the list of what the Fuente prices are because I have them. They're not programmed yet, but I, I know what's going in. So oh, that actually, would be that would be awesome. I can, I'll and, read off the specifics when you guys yeah. are ready. Um, but I mean you see some of this stuff here. This these are these are things that any cigar enthusiast would be absolutely proud and excited to have in their right. collection at home. Right. And it's going for a good cost. And it's all absolutely. For a absolutely. So I mean, you guys can just see there's there's gift cards from Corona Cigar. There's Stuff from Florida Minicana. There's stuff from uh, J.C. Newman. J.C. Newman. I mean, the, these ashtrays, these vintage ashtrays, are ridiculous. They're massive. They're like the size of a, a geometric car tire. They're they're huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, and then you got a you got a tour of the El Relo factory, and yeah. I mean, it's just it goes on and on and on. There's a rabbit air and tatuaje stuff. Um, it, it would it would take us a long time to go through all this but as you guys can see your money is not only going to go to a fantastic cause that's really going to benefit a lot of people it's also going to give you the opportunity to get some cool shit in the end which hey we all like cool shit nothing wrong with that and if it drives if if donating you know these companies that have donated cool shit for raffle prices if that drives more more ticket sales to get more help for these kids i'm all for it yeah, and it, I mean, j- not just this alone, because this is like wonderful that you everything you've done here, but just talking to you at TPE and and hearing the story of when you went down there and saw the kids in person, it really opened my eyes in general just to see, you know, the product that we have in our hands. There's more than just the Newmans and the Fuentes that do this down there. There's other companies, like a lot of other cigar factories. That's the living and lifeline for these other families down in these other countries where it's all made. And just thinking about that, it changes your whole perspective of every time you get a premium cigar to enjoy that money goes to take care of these families that otherwise may not even had a chance to survive or grow or live in general. And that story just alone, like makes me want to be into cigars even more just because everything that I purchase is going towards something like that in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, Justin, you know, you make a good point. I mean, even outside of CFCF, look, there's a lot of manufacturers out there. They all make cigars. Um, there's other uh, charitable organizations that other manufacturers work with and whatnot, and and that's all special stuff. But, you know, when you actually, the you know, part of it, too, is, you know, we got to go to the factory and all that, too. So, you know, you get to see the rollers. And uh, one, one of the things that, you know, we were fortunate enough to also see was uh, the Fuente Christmas party. And the reason I bring that up is because, you know, we got to see the majority of the people who work for Arturo Fuente all get together and they have this massive Christmas party and they give away all sorts of, you know, cash prizes and stuff to the workers. And, you know, then we're leaving, you know, we're pulling out and, and it was at a it was at a basketball arena in Santiago that they that they rented out for this. It was that big. There was they have that many employees. And I remember we were leaving and the parking lot was full of cars. And Carlito says, 
See all these cars? That's all the employees. That's all their cars. They drove here in their own cars. He's like, yeah, we didn't have that years ago. Yeah, right. We didn't have that. He's like, you know, these these people are good people. They come to work excited every day. They're happy to be there. They want to work. They love what they do. And, you know, this industry is great because all of the, not just them, all the manufacturers who employ rollers and, and, and workers and stuff and then the farmhands, you know, it gives them good living in these countries where, you know, they, they're not, it's not like the U S I mean, they don't have the luxuries and even the basics that we have sometimes, you know, and you, and you see these people and like, they're fortunate enough to, to have companies like, you know, Perdomo, Padrone, La Flor Dominicana, uh, that they get to go to work at these companies, these factories, they have these nice jobs and they're happy to be there and they can have, you know, a, a decent life uh, and make, you know, somewhat of a, a comfortable wage for them you know, to go home at the end of the day and to, to be able to have the things that they have, you know, is huge for them. And so, I mean, you've just, you know, outside of, you know, the, the kids at the school, which is a whole nother thing in itself. I mean, just the basics. And this is something that every cigar manufacturer does in these countries like Nicaragua, you know, Honduras, the Dominican. I mean, these are countries that are, you know, underdeveloped. I mean, and, and it's amazing. And, and to, to talk to these people who own these companies and be like, yeah, like, you know, years ago, you know, you weren't around like they didn't have these things, you know, yeah. they didn't have this like they, they didn't make money like that. And, you know, now like it's here and, and it all goes back to like, you know, the FDA stuff. And it always and it does because it's like, you know, you, you look at these agencies that are trying to, you know, push the, the the cigars and the tobacco products, you know, away. And it's like when you do that, all these people who don't really have many options for a good living in these countries, they lose that. And then they go back to having nothing. Right, you know, right. it's it's so much more than just the cigars on the shelf and the cigars we smoke. It's, there's people who depend on these cigars to have a, a, a nice life. So they have clothes to wear. You know what I mean? They have food to eat. It's right. it's it's such a big deal. And, you know, seeing that whole thing all together encompassing, it's like, wow. You, know, you come back here and you're like, it, it, it opens your eyes to, to your entire life. You're just like, there's mm. people who tomorrow the FDA can be like, Tobacco is illegal in the United States, and there's people who would be back on the street with nothing. Right, and that's that's kind of the story that I feel, you know, as cigar media is is how can we push that out to people and bring that story out? Because that's really what it all comes down to at the end of the day. It's not about the money. It's not about the the cigars. It's about the families and the legacy of these people that have grown up in these other countries. And and without this, like you said, they wouldn't have anything. And yeah. if you could th show that story to all these people that are trying to fight against premium cigars and all that, that is what I feel, you know, is really the uh, intent of what we're trying to show out there and, and maybe have a say in, in, you know, preventing that from getting banned and all that other stuff. Yeah, you know? it's so important. It's so important. And I know like, you know, last week on, on my show, we had Dave Garofalo and, and Jeff Borschwitz. And we got into the FDA and the, the legal stuff. And, and, and they both said, they're like, I know it's dry. Nobody wants to hear it. And it's like, listen, I know it's dry. I know it's not glamorous. I know it's not wrapper binder filler. But it's like, you know, if you don't think about it and you don't talk about it, this is what happens. We don't just lose cigars. Right. Forget about us. We don't lose just lose cigars for, our, for ourselves. There's people that lose their entire lives. And they what do they turn to? drugs crime because you know they they got to survive and then i get it but you know it 
this is a much better way to live, you know, yeah. working in a cigar factory and, you know, it's, it's I can't say enough about it. Um, yeah. Sorry, and guys. Then, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm yeah. just repeating it. <laughs> uh, you know, and you can go back to like the, the kids at the Fuente school um, down there. They, they graduate and some of them become doctors and lawyers right. and things that they could never have dreamed of before that. And, and they were still helping the school even after the fact that they've gone and graduated and, and they're still putting yeah. back into that. And that's, that's a really cool, cool story to see that happen because that wasn't possible, like you said, right. for these people that many years ago. And that's what that a place like that produces quality people in life that can do something that they never had an opportunity to do. And it's really, really cool. You know? Yeah. yeah there's, there's, there's one, there's one uh, former student that we met who is now a doctor and we met him uh, right around the time we first got there. And they told us he, he graduated from this school. He went to school here and then he went on, you know, to become a doctor, work in the medical field. And he comes back. And I think it's like every week he gives um, like exams and stuff to not only the kids, but like their families in the community and, um, and, you know, and gives them medical, you know, assessments and treatments and stuff like that. And then he goes on social media and he's got like millions of followers on social media and he gives, you know, uh, medicine tips and health tips and stuff like that. And talks about, you know, different, you know, practices and things you should look out for. And it's just like, it's amazing. You know, there's another kid we met and uh, he was walking around with a camera and, and they were like, yeah, he, he went to school here. And, um, and I believe he was one of the kids who was there when the movie, the lost city was filmed. And when they filmed the movie, the lost city, um, Andy Garcia had a, had a camera and, you know, the, the kids were around and they, they saw the camera. They'd never seen a camera before. They didn't know what that was. That was like alien technology to them. And so, like, they're taking their photo and they're showing their pictures. And kid got inspired, and now he's a photographer. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's just little things like that. That, this, that, that kid grew up, and that was his whole life. And he's like, I want to be a photographer. I want to take photos. And it's funny because, you know, when you're down there and you're, like, taking pictures of the school. The kids see the camera, and they swarm you. And it's like, take take photo, take photo. And you take and you take their photo, and then they're like, let me, let me see, let me see. And you, and you turn it around, you show them, and they're like, Oh, take take another one, and they they love it, and it's <laughs> it's such a fun. It 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 made me smile because it was like they just wanted to take photos all day, and then they wanted to see the photo, and they want to take another photo. Yeah, and it's just just the little things in life. It's the little things in life, and they're so happy. And yeah. you know, you go to schools here, and kids are fucking miserable because they're you know their mom didn't buy them Starbucks on the way to school. <laughs> you know, and, the, and these kids right. are like, I got to see I got to see a camera today. Like that made their that made yeah. their week. Right. You know, I, it, it, I got to eat like today. <laughs> yeah, I got to eat and I met some people and I saw a camera like that was like their whole week, you know, yeah. and just the little things that don't mean anything. And it means the whole world to them. Well, and we've heard it from a lot of people. And I I love hearing this sentiment from and I've I've heard Carlito say this. I've heard uh, who have I heard? I've heard Juan Martinez from Hoya de Nicaragua say this. I've heard Nestor Placencia say this. I've heard some of the people from my father say this that they, I've heard George Padron say this, the people who work in their factories, who who come to work every day, they work hard and they take advantage of some of the programs they have for schooling and things like that. The, the, the people who run these factories and the, you know, the people that we consider like cigar celebrities or whatever, like George Padron and Nestor Placencia and so on, they talk about their, their, employees who work in these cigar factories who take advantage of this schooling mm -hmm. and they say 
we don't want them to work in the cigar factory forever. Right. We want them to go out and become a lawyer or a doctor or an whatever IT they engineer want. Whatever or they whatever do. they want to be, or, or a nurse, an astronaut, whatever they want, whatever yeah. they want to be. And then that just is it's it's meaningful because it's it again it goes beyond the cigars that they they show up to work every day and they make quality cigars and we happen to buy them and enjoy them. But at the same time, they're a lot of them behind the scenes, they're going to school, right. they're learning a new craft, a new trade, and getting an education in the hopes that they don't have to that they don't have to roll cigars forever. And some of them are also perfectly happy. Some of these right. people have been working in these cigar factories for 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah. And they're perfectly happy doing it. that. Yeah. But the opportunities are there for the people who desire something different. And the 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 people who run these factories applaud that and they want to have that give growth. those opportunities yeah, and have that growth in yeah. general because yeah. it creates positive you know reinforcement around everything they do every day yeah it shows you know what else i found was interesting uh when we were at uh the fuente factory in plant one the main one that you've probably seen photos of we were going through we get to like kind of like the back of the factory after we've seen most of the regular you know cigar production stuff we get back to like where their cafeterias where they all eat you know lunch and there was this other little area and we were with Ciro Casella um of Arturo Fuente and he was like oh yeah this over here this is another thing that you know we're really proud of he's like we started our own credit union right here in the factory for all the workers and their families so that way they don't have to go to loan sharks and other people to like borrow money they can borrow money like here and it's safe and they right. can have like actual payments and I'm just like that's amazing. Like, like, does anyone like who whose job like you go in and you're like, oh yeah, like we got our own we got our own financial system. Like you right. can just do it here. Like, like you, you think about it, you're like, wow, you're like that's crazy. And they're like, yeah, because you know we don't want people going to loan sharks and yeah. you know and doing it. Like, no, they can come to work and they can come here and they can talk to someone and they can get what they need and and they're they're okay. They're all set. And it's like, wow, it's like it's just stuff like that that like they do for the community. Um, it's you know. It's mind blowing. It yeah. is. It's it's mind blowing and it's amazing. And the fact that, you know, they can do that. I'm sure not every company can do that. And I'm sure maybe other companies do things like that. But you know, you're just like, wow, you're like just they 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 think of almost everything they can to think about it's not just about the business, it's not just about the cigars. It's like these people have lives, you know. What else can we do outside of work to help these people with their personal lives? You know, you yeah. go to work here. And you got stuff going on in your personal life, and people are like, yeah, I know. You, well, you got to come to work. You got to leave that here. And they're like, no, like you have a problem. Like, what's going on? And and they'll help you. You know, it's like if it's not work related, it doesn't matter. They'll help you. And that's just that's huge. That yeah. that's that's just huge. So much respect for that. I really do. Well, and and we love knowing that. You know, again, I'm sometimes when we get into charity stuff like this, we we do turn into broken records, but it's important. And we, you know, we, we go into our cigar shops, we buy our cigars, we sit around, we smoke with our friends, we have a great time, we get into pairings, we get into swag, we get all the cool stuff that comes along with being a member of the cigar community, you know, and, and getting to have great conversations with our, our friends, making new friends in the cigar community, all that stuff is fantastic. And, and that's really um, one of the factors that makes us enjoy the hobby of premium cigars is the community aspect of it and realizing 
for all of us, all those listening and watching, that the community aspect isn't possible without the product that we end up smoking. I mean, it's really the 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 cigar is what drives the community aspect of it because the cigar brings us together, but it's the community that keeps us together. And the people that spend their time making these cigars in these communities need what these cigar factories um, who are able to go the extra mile like Fuente and others. And this, this charitable foundation that the Fuentes and the Newmans have set up is so vitally important to the people in that community. And it's vitally important for us as cigar smokers to take a second aside and say, okay, my let's because hopefully each of us as cigar smokers, we have a, we, we keep ourselves in some sort of a cigar budget. Mm -hmm. Some and of us it's do. some of us do. Some <laughs> of us do. It's not always easy right. to stick right. to it, but we yeah. try to. And you say to yourself, okay, this month I am going to forego a certain percentage of maybe all of my cigar budget for this for this charity event, right. for the cigar family charitable foundation, right. for what's going on right now. You say, you know what? I have I have a lot of cigars in my humidor right. at home. I can forego this month's allotment yeah. to give back to the people who put in the work. And, and it's not, you know, whether it's $5, $20, $50, whatever it is, you know, Jay brings up a good point here. And, and every cigar or every dollar given to the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation goes to the charity. Right. All, ex all the expenses and costs related to the operation of the foundation is paid by J.C. Newman Cigar Company and Arturo Fuente Cigars. It's true. I mean, that alone. They pay all the overhead. You know, everything you put in goes straight back to that. So it's, it's, it's really, you know. Yeah. And another thing I want to mention is, you know, I want to I want to give I want to give some some more talking time to the Newmans because, um, you know, they're just as involved. And I don't know how many people actually know this, but um, Eric, Bobby and Drew, they go down to the DR. I want to say. I want to say like once a month, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, they put on hospital scrubs and they go and they work with the kids and their families and they give them like eye exams and hearing tests and stuff like that i mean they go down themselves the guys mm -hmm. you see in the magazine in the suits and stand in front of the sign you know they're not just you know board members in an office all day yeah. uh, they 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 go down there themselves and you know they put on the nurse's scrubs and they and they they're hands-on and they help these people i mean yeah. that's that says a lot you know they're not just like yeah we have a charity and you know it makes us look good like no they're like no we're down there ourselves we're doing it and I, they deserve a lot of credit for that. And I think people need to know that. And I think people need to understand, like, this isn't just for show. I mean, they, they're down there every, yeah. every chance they get. And, you know, they, they help out. Um, it, it, this is a huge thing for them. I mean, um, and not every charity I would say is, is like, not that it means it's a bad thing, but, you know, just when you see such a big organization and you see the actual figureheads hands yeah. on, I mean, that's, that's a big deal too. It is, it, and it makes a big difference. It says it says something about their their commitment, but it also says something about their hearts. You know, the the Newman family, the Fuente family. It says something about their hearts that they 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 put skin in the game. They 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 are actually walking through these places on a, and not just 
once a year for a photo op. They're there all the time. Right. And actually, um, you know, getting their hands dirty to um, to give something back to the people who have given them and us so much as members of this, you know, hobby. Right. And, you know, the, the other thing, too, is, you know, you look at a lot of these families, you know, what is their heritage? Where are they all from? Yeah. They're from Cuba. They're from Cuba. And, every, and everybody knows what happened in Cuba. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah. You got, you got all, you know, the Padrones, the Fuentes, the Perdomos, uh, the Garcia family. Uh, I mean, I could keep going. Um, but, you know, they all came from a place where one day the government came in and said, we own everything that you have and you have nothing now. You just serve us. And they left. They left with nothing. Um, and uh, they started over and they started yeah. these companies and they built them up brick by brick and they worked hard. And now they have the ability to give back to the community. Uh, when they came from a place where they had no community, it, everything was taken away right. from everybody. Nobody had anything. And now they're able to go into other countries and give back to those communities. And, it, it, you know, to me, it really shows the resilience of the Cuban people. And uh, I have a lot of respect for them. You know, they're hardworking people. They yeah. have big hearts. They're family oriented. Uh, you know, Nick Perdomo is another one. You know, you hear his stories, you know, he, Yes. He was on the road trying to sell his cigars and, and he, he'd call his parents and say, I, I just, can I come by and have dinner with you guys, you know, at home because I don't have any money to eat because, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't have any money. And, you know, now we look at Nick Perdomo. I mean, one of the biggest brands in the business. Uh, th there is a, there is a character to these people um, that again, it goes past just the cigars. It's, mm -hmm. it's the ethic. It's the mentality. It's the heart. You know, they, they are not, they are not a, um, they're not weak people. You know, they fight, right. they push, they, they're driven and, you know, they're driven for themselves. They're driven for their families and they're driven for their community, for people they don't even know. And I think that's, that says a lot. And I think that's very special. Yeah. I think that's very special. I think more people around the world, uh, need to learn from that. I agree. Well, I want to I want to challenge all of our viewers right now, uh, and anybody watching this after the fact. Uh, we have links. Uh, I'll put I'll keep putting it in the in the comments that'll show up on Facebook and YouTube. We have the links for how you guys can go and uh, participate in this. And I'm gonna make sure for the audio listeners that the link is also in uh, the description on the audio podcast. And so no matter where you listen to audio, you'll be able to get to that link. And it'll take you directly to where you can contribute to this. I want to challenge every single one of us to be a part of this. And if you choose to purchase raffle tickets and be eligible for prizes, that's great. If you choose not to and just give a straight donation, that's great too. But I want to challenge every single one of us to participate in this uh, for, for all the great things that it can do for these people in this community. You can also text SMKTAB, that's SMKTAB, to 855-202-2100. That's 855-202-2100 on your cell phone, and it'll send you back the link, and you can click it, and it'll bring you right to the page. Okay, that's fantastic. Um, so, Matt, thanks so much for you know giving us the lowdown on this. We'll continue to, uh, uh, as the days go on, uh, leading towards uh, the final countdown. We'll continue to publicize this and make sure everybody knows about it. 
I yeah, absolutely, and, and I appreciate you guys uh, letting me come on and talk about it. I uh, means a lot, and um, you know, to everyone who donated raffle items as well as people who have donated money towards the raffle, uh, which obviously is for a bigger cause. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we we really appreciate it. We're very excited for this year, and um, you know, let's uh, let's let's beat last year. Let's do thirty grand. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I have a question for Justin. What? Is it time? Um, I, I I don't have my watch. I mean, I don't, what time is it? Do you know what time it is, Matt? I think it's Tobacco? time. It's time. It's, yeah, it's time. It is now time for this week's numero de los muertos. You can just turn that down. It's okay. It'll <laughs> stop on its own. It'll stop on its own. Uh, and as always, numero de los muertos brought to us by our friends at Smoke In. Numero de los Muertos, episode 196. And I have to say, I, it's not very often that I've had to dig through and find these, but deep respect to Garrett because these are not easy to find. This is There's a lot of information out there on the internet about weird yeah. ways to die. I and can't stuff look. Like. It's, it's, these are not <laughs> easy to dig up. Yeah. So, and I think I dug one. I, I hope it's, I don't think it's one we've done before, okay. Um, okay. but it's, it's weird. It's weird. And now the number is one one um and this as far as i can tell took place somewhere around the year 1200 oh boy um and for those of you watching uh please be honest no google foo just uh take some guesses no so there's gpt um so the, so i'll say that the uh this happened one time and this was, uh, it's a very weird way to die. And it happened as a result of, uh, we'll say war, but I won't be more specific than that. So you just, just, uh, we're looking for a cause of death. I'm going to assume that it's probably, if it's one, not it's fair. One. If, yeah. if you were there, Matt, I, I wasn't. Oh, Matt, I, <laughs> I was I was born in 1201. So so it's it's not Jose Blanco was granted eternal life after he sacrificed this person. That's a great was... guess, Jay. Yeah, that's, but that's not it. Okay. And what was the year? Sorry. Uh, 1200. Jeez, I mean that's going back. So were there like <sighs> knights and stuff back then, or is this like? Uh, am I in the right era? In the, yeah, mm -hmm. sort of in that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to picture the era so that way I kind of have the setting right. Uh, one person as a result of war. I'm going to take a, a stab and say this wasn't sickness related. It was probably more of a. Uh, one. I feel like it's harder when it's just one. You know, when, it's, know. A, when it's like a bunch, it's like, well, you know, there was a plague and, you know. 
one thing one person died as a result of this one thing yeah the result of war so i'm going to assume that you know like i said battle related i'll say that it was it, it it was common for people to die of this back then but the particular circumstances that led to this condition were very outside of the box okay Outside of the box. So not, can you, you use the word you use the word condition. So oh, I did. I did. Oh, yeah. so it's medical. So it's not like you know someone got yeah. You know, I gave by a that, horse I gave that like one that. away. Yeah. Ah. Uh, okay. So it's not friendly fire. Yeah, it wasn't friendly fire. Not it's not like friendly someone got fire. Okay. Crushed by a cannon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do they have cannons in twelve hundred? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's gunpowder back then, was there? No. Yeah. No, they had the yeah, the Chinese had gunpowder gun by then, but okay. they it wasn't in wide use. Okay, was it like a kind? Was it like a type of infection? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right, we're on was, the right. The the, the infection was caused by something extremely outside of the box, extremely weird. Well, that doesn't rule out sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, outside of the box, one person died from this. No, Rich, it's of... not hemorrhoids. Okay, no hemorrhoids. Okay. <laughs> Although it was probably common to die from hemorrhoids back then. Yeah, I'm guessing. Ouch. I'm guessing they couldn't get any relief. That's a shitty way to die. <laughs> <laughs> was it something like ridiculous, like spontaneous combustion? <laughs> no, no, malaria. It no, because that would be like a like an infection or like a no. I get to say this like one. A... I get to say this one. Syphilis. Oh, it finally worked. Finally, on the show syphilis. Said. Is it syphilis? It's not syphilis. Oh, oh, it that was. Guess. It was an infection that there. was that was caused by um something okay. very strange. Not and... a guy fell into Matt, Mountain Dune after chewing off a hobbit's ring finger. <laughs> That's oddly specific. That, that is, is oddly that specific. Is. Although highly <laughs> highly unlikely. Right <laughs> era, maybe. Maybe. Well it was it was fictional. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. stepped on a rusty likely. nail. Not stepping on a rusty nail. Carrier pigeon poop. Oh, that's a great guess. Nice no carrier in. pigeons were harmed in the making of this numero de los muertos. Was it from eating like shit? No. So Vikings were involved. Ooh, this is a Viking related. Okay, now now I'm vibing. Now Vikings. Are we in the like that like area where the Vikings like Norwegian? Is that Norway? Yeah, I I don't know exactly where this particular battle took place, but but Vikings were everywhere though. That's one thing. This the particular person who died was a well-known Viking conqueror. Uh, well, well known if you study Leif Erikson. If no, no, okay, <laughs> it's well known if you study the the uh, the ancient history of of the Vikings. I, I haven't. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm not really. I'm not really well studied on the Vikings. You're not. You're not uh, uh, well, so that's, that's going to be. So I'll I'll jump in because this is a really good. I'm going to jump in okay. and, and give this one away. So this is a tough one. There was a there was a Viking conqueror known as Sigurd the Mighty. Oh, that's like Ragnar Lothbrok's son or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, something totally. Like or okay. his third cousin. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he was um, in in one particular battle. Um, he defeated someone known as Mael Brigti, if I'm saying that right. Okay. They massacred the opposition and beheaded their leader. 
So then this Sigurd the Mighty took the severed head of his enemy and tied it to the saddle of his horse. And while he's riding away with the severed head of his enemy on his saddle, the his enemy had horrible buck teeth. And one of the teeth from the severed head of his enemy scratched Sigurd's leg oh. and caused an infection from which Sigurd the Mighty died. How the hell am I supposed to guess that? <laughs> I didn't say you were supposed to guess it. I, that was very specific. That was very, it was very specific. And, and sorry, Rolo, it's, it's not Viking anal beads. Sorry. It's not, no, yeah, no, no, no. no that's but I mean, it was a tooth bead, maybe. I don't know. That's a different thing altogether. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, the, yeah, he, he had the guy, he cut the guy's head off and tied his head to his saddle and got his leg scratched by the dude's tooth. And Tony, Tony Hogan, that's my second Tony. Guess. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> we were close. We, we, were, we were very close. close. Um, so yeah, that's uh, you know, yeah. don't what so don't rip the teeth out first. Take the, the teeth out first. The moral of the yes. story is yes. when you defeat your enemy, don't get cocky and go carry it around their severed heads as a trophy because yeah. you may <laughs> get scratched right and get a deadly infection. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Don't Just do that. Leave it. Just leave Just it. Leave, leave it. it where it yeah. lay. Just leave it. So that was this week's Numero, Numero de los Muertos. All right. Let's jump into the lightning round. The lightning round brought to us by our friends at J.C. Newman Cigar Company, America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brick House Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and the American. J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or their visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. So, Mr. Tobacco, mm. you've been on the show before, but we have some fresh lightning round questions for you. Oh. Um, all right. I don't think you've had this particular question. So if you were out at a cigar club one night and it's karaoke night or karaoke, however you choose to say the word, and you are forced, whether it be your will or against your will, to get up and sing a song. You already know the answer. You already know the answer. In TPE last year, you already know the answer. Oh, we chanted it for like 45 minutes and they didn't play it. I already knew where you were going. When you say karaoke, I'm like, I know what he's going to ask me, and he already knows the answer. He oh, should know the answer. But I'm drawing a huge blank right now because I'm a TPE party last year, Radio XX, when we first saw yes. them. Yes. And we chanted a song after they... And they I were don't... like, we don't know that one. And you were like, what the fuck? How do you not know that? Oh, shoot. How do I not remember this? Because you guys only had like 20 million gin and tonics. I, I don't I remember do. it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was over I, far. <laughs> I don't even remember it. Andrew Tolzman says it's an Elvis song. It's an no, Elvis it's not. Song. No, it's no? not. No, no it's, it's not, not an Elvis song. Okay. Andrew, that was this year. And that was when me and Andrew went to see them by ourselves. Oh, was that, that at was, the, was that at the, uh, the barbershop? Barbershop. Mm. Yeah. That was, that was different. He's thinking of another. No, this is a, uh, it's a Clapton song. Oh. Clapton song. Clapton. No, I'm sorry. It's a Seeger song. Sorry, Seeger. 
It's a oh, singer old song. time rock and roll. No, that was later covered by a metal band. That perhaps the version is more well known. Oh, turn the page. Yes, turn the page. Oh okay. yeah, that's see right. how I see how I flipped your lightning round back on you. <laughs> <laughs> turn the page, oh, man. man. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, I was. I I had I had a few drinks that night, so I, I may or may not have a clear recollection of everything. <laughs> Thanks, Matt Booth, for the vodka or the gin. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Matt Booth, for the gin. Yeah. Yes, really, really appreciate that. Best gin you can um, buy. All right, so Matt. If you could have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life, uh, now you cannot say cigars, money, or time, but otherwise you can have an unlimited supply of one thing forever. What would it be? Ooh, it's tough. It's really tough. I'm going to have to go novelty on this one, something that is not necessary in life, but I don't care. Uh, Cadbury Flake. Cadbury Flake. Yeah, you guys don't know that, about that, do you? Must be the East Coast. Is that a sex thing? Oh, yeah. oh, that's, that's it. That's, <laughs> nope. That's, that's, uh, it's from our friends across the pond in the UK. Okay. Chocolate? Yes. Okay. Yes. So there are two kinds of Cadbury. There is the Cadbury that is made here by the Hershey Company, and then there's the original Cadbury that's made in England. Um, it's very different um, because my wife is a British citizen and lived in England. I know of such pleasantries. And one of the things that she introduced me to right around the time we first met was the Cadbury flake. And I love it. And if you don't know what the Cadbury flake is, uh, if you can find it, you should definitely check it out because it is a fun, delicious treat. So that's what got you right from the start is the Cadbury flake. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. Yeah, that, that was what sold it for me. No, no, the Cadbury flake is a, uh, it's a well one of my things is I love chocolate. It's one of my my extreme guilty pleasures. Oh yeah. Um and it's something that I, I often enjoy. And uh it's my favorite chocolate and uh I, I love having it. It's very unique. It's a very light, airy kind of chocolate, and uh it's crumbly, it's messy, but it's it's delicious. And um yeah, that would be one of several things. I had I had a couple options, but that's probably the one that came to mind first, so I went with it. Speaking of chocolate, were you with us in the? There's this chocolate place it's called Royce. Royce That's chocolate. We, Andrew it's, actually showed yeah, us Andrew this place in me Vegas and introduced last, us. To, yeah. It's Japanese yeah. chocolate. It's ridiculously good. It's kept cold. Yeah, you, you have can, to. You can buy it there, but yeah, they give you like a cold dry, pack to yeah, bring it home with because because yeah. otherwise it it melts super easily. No, but I think I was with Andrew one night and he had a whole bag of it. And yeah. he was telling me about it, but I never went and checked we'll, it out. We'll have to get you some of the the Royce yes. Nama, Nama yeah, that's, chocolate. That's it's the best stuff to bring home to the missus to make sure you have good peaceful entry when you get back. It's to the house. insanely delicious. So, <laughs> so, so by the when we go to PCA, yes, uh, remind me we'll all go because yes. she'll, she'll yeah. be almost ready to pop. So I'll make sure I have some for when I get. Yes, you will yeah, want to get some of that. Too. That's a must visit at the canal shops. Absolutely, you'll have to get the non. Well, I don't know, non-alcohol one for pregnant. Women. Well, she'll she'll she will have delivered, so oh. she can have chocolate with a little hint of booze in it. She'll be just she's, fine. She's, she, she's already she's already got this all figured out. After the baby's delivered, she's like, "I can drink, but I got to wait three hours because it gets into the <laughs> breast milk." So she's got she's got alcohol test strips for the breast milk to make sure it's good. So oh, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> that, that's smart. She's thinking ahead. 
That's the way she is. She's a planner, man. She's you know she's got it all figured out. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Look at this bomb that Mitchell just dropped. We still can't believe we are delivering the baby on the show floor. Oh, huh? He says we. I can't believe we aren't, aren't. delivering. Oh, I read that wrong. Well, no, no, that's all right, Mitch, <laughs> Mitchell. That would be. Yeah. That would just. Yeah, I don't think I wanted could. to go for the Holy Trinity, but I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah, do yeah, it. that would be a little much. Yes. Yeah, she. You want to be. She wants to be home near near home you know hospital near home yes and uh, not have to worry about all the well plus 120 degrees in las vegas no thank yeah. you yeah no she's gonna be you. seven months pregnant at that point yeah no yeah or yeah. eight seven and a half eight yeah oh no yeah yeah stay no away way. from vegas yeah <laughs> um all right justin you want to hit this one all right you ready for this one i'm ready justin i'm always ready okay okay the zombie apocalypse is coming you have three cigar industry people that you want on your team. Are we redoing this from the last time? Because oh, you, you already have you, had you guys. One? Yeah, you guys gave me oh, this one because because oh, I was on because okay. Mike was on. He was okay. like, I can't believe you didn't pick Carney, and I was like, I'm be honest. With you. Oh, okay. I panicked. I don't know. All right. And the Carney was like, Don't feel bad because I didn't pick you. <laughs> you've had that one. Let's do this one here. All right. All right. Good one. Who was your childhood teenage actress crush? <sighs> That's a tough one. Those or it could have been a could have been a musician yeah. or an entertainer. Yeah. Just somebody when you were a kid or a teenager, somebody that just absolutely drove you bonkers. Drove you crazy. Well, first of all, being from Boston at that time, I mean, who didn't love Giselle? I mean, she was the first lady of the NFL. Um, supermodel, biggest and best to ever do it. Um probably put her up there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's fair, you know. I mean, Tom and Giselle are no longer together. That's fine. That happened in Tampa. That that wasn't our fault. <laughs> <laughs> when everything was up here, it was it was nice. Um, I'm gonna go with Giselle. Okay. I'm gonna go with Giselle. She's always been she's always been up there for me. That's a good call. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, Coop says Coop. nope. Coop right away. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. As far as here comes the, as here comes here comes the fucking peanut gallery. <laughs> <laughs> as far as that goes. Oh <laughs> uh, well, Giselle, ag- no. agree and disagree. Yeah. Uh, you know. Lita Ford. Oh, Raul yeah, says Lita Ford. Ford. She was yeah, she was really beautiful back in the day. I haven't seen her recently, but okay. you know, I was really beautiful back in the day too. And look at me now. She's still beautiful. <laughs> Handsome for Ugh. 52, 51. I don't know. I still don't believe uh, he lost track. I don't know. I no. think Matt's, I think Matt's just fucking with us. I think, Matt's I think like, so too. That's like 35. Yeah. Just carries around a fake ID. Like, right. oh, we'll, we'll, buy we'll, it. we'll trade, uh, we'll trade knee and hip joints for a day and tell me if I'm not actually. It's true. Anything. See that? I can't feel. Talk. I can't, can't, you know, <laughs> outside, you're fooling me, but on the inside, I don't know. I could be wrong. Oh, that's bad news. <laughs> Bad news, I promise. All right, let's jump into this week's Notable Smokable. And Notable Smokable is brought to us by Luciano Cigars. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. So each week we name a cigar that we smoked recently that was notable to us. This could be a cigar that's been on the market for decades that we smoked for the first time in a long time, or a cigar that's brand new that we smoked for the first time ever. So, Matt, what's something you smoked recently that really stood out? Oh, well, you know, we were just at TPE and um, there was a lot of new stuff that we saw there. 
Um, I've been smoking through a lot of my samples. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, even thinking back in the last year. Uh, so when you say recently, how recent? Like a couple months or like within the last six months? Uh, we'll say a couple months. couple months. All right. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I've really enjoyed um, the... Sorry, my mind just went blank. What the fuck? Um, I've really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the pure evil from Gurkha. That's been a really good one. That one really surprised me. Oh, yeah. uh, it's nice and strong. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Um, I think we got a review coming out on that one. I think it scored high. I can't remember, but yeah, no, that that's a great cigar. I really enjoyed that. Oh, right on. Uh, yeah. What was notable for you, Justin? Um. Actually, I, I revisited the my father, the judge, yesterday with oh, my, yeah. my fiance's dad. You know, I didn't have any cigars on me. Got to the house after we went to a dinner, and and he's like, "Here you go." I was like, "I'll take that one. That's that's a good." He always uses it. He, nice. Classic kind of guy. You yeah, kind of sticks to what he knows until I give him some stuff. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't had a judge in a while. Oh, it was a while, so I okay. actually enjoyed that with him yesterday. It's pretty good. Nice. Uh, mine actually also happens to be a My Father cigar. Uh, the the My Father Ooh. Flor de las Antillas 10th anniversary. So how did you like that? I, I I hit you up when you first lit it up. I don't want to give it away. I've so yeah. I've I've smoked three of them now, okay. and I have all my notes. I haven't published a okay. review, but I will publish so a review on it for more. But it's uh, I'll say I enjoyed it a a lot all the way to the nub a lot yes <laughs> it was uh, i was very yeah. impressed with that, yeah, cigar. that and, raul and ramos shout out to raul who just put us over the six thousand dollar mark thanks raul hey nice i love it you guys are awesome raul, thank thank you guys. You. His, his notable this week was the atl wise blood that was also a good one at the show oh, i haven't smoked that yet but i, I still have them um yeah. i've been wanting to try that yeah that one's actually i liked that the show i haven't smoked it afterwards but yeah Nice. Um, so that was this week's Notable Smokable, brought to you by Luciano Cigars. Improving lives through fine cigars. Visit LucianoCigars.com to learn more. So, coming up on the show in the next few weeks, those coming attractions are brought to us by A.J. Fernandez. A.J. now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The A.J. Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides blend strength and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from A.J. Fernandez. Uh, so... Looking ahead a couple weeks, if we look at April 3rd, we have Indiana Ortez coming on the show. Ooh. Very exciting Ooh. new project. She is an up-and-coming star in the world of premium cigars. Uh, very, very exciting new project, and we're going to learn all about that from her on the 3rd of April. And then right after that, on April 10th, we have none other than Skip Martin from Roma Craft Tobacco coming back on How About That Cigar Live. Uh, so, Matt, if you would, please give all our viewers and listeners an idea of some stuff you guys have coming up on the show and where they can find you guys. Well, as always, you can always visit SmokingTobacco.com for all of our content, all of our news, updates, reviews, and all that fun stuff. Um, that's always uh, the best place to find everything we do, as well as on all the podcast platforms, just like you guys, uh, and on our YouTube channel. Um, this week, we have Hector Alfonso from Espinosa Cigars coming on the show. 
Um, next week we have yeah. Re- Rebecca and Jason from Ash Quarterly coming on. And uh, I believe this weekend is another episode of the Spare Note series with none other than Mr. William Cooper and my new sidekick, Mr. Mitchell Santaga. Uh, so it's going to be a busy week for us. Uh, a lot of fun stuff coming up. And then, as always, once we get into April, we'll start doing uh, some more um, some promo stuff for the raffle. So there'll be some more videos and stuff for that. So maybe some bonus shows um, like we usually tend to do. So just a lot. Just a lot. Yeah. Just really busy. Just a lot of stuff going on. So smokeattobacco.com. It's a place you can find all the links. Love it. I uh, just put the uh, link up again in the comments on YouTube and Facebook. So you guys, uh, you guys who have already donated while we're live on the show here, you guys absolutely rock. So thank you so much for those of you who haven't had a chance yet. The links are there for you to find the raffle. So go check out all the details about that. And if you're listening again on the audio podcast, I will make sure that you can go into the details on this episode of the audio podcast to find those links so that you can find out everything about getting to be a part of this fantastic charity event. Uh, and Matt, Matt, if, if, if yeah. I was just, sorry, if, if we have a quick second, uh, there's course. a couple of, there's, uh, there's a couple other prizes that will be added uh, probably this week. Oh, I love uh, it. First and foremost, uh, shout out to William Cooper, who's been a huge, um, huge uh, help to everything we do. Um, it's nice when the, the media sites can come together and, um you know, as much as you know we kind of do our own things it's nice when we can uh come together and do stuff um as one he has donated he actually donated the uh the gift cards to corona cigar as well as uh he's also donated a gift card a hundred dollar gift card to blue smoke of dallas uh which is jay davis's shop uh and then in addition to that i do have um some of the fuente items that are going to be added um to the raffle that are not on there yet, but I can name off what they will be. Uh, there will be boxes of rare pink, happy ending queen of hearts. There will be a box of the 20th anniversary father and son, a box of the perfection 77 shark that Matt is smoking. Uh, there will be a box of the opus X 25th anniversary, Ellie blue, uh, the 2020 arena day Amour, which was the, uh, opus X Dubai edition, uh, boxes of all of those will be on there as well as, um, a bunch of other non-cigar uh, items such as the uh, rose and wood father and son Zycar cutter that I believe I came that came out last year at Father's Day. Um, hats, shirts, uh, ceramic ashtrays that the colored ones that I'm sure everyone has seen. Uh, the extra large version of the ashtray, uh, the little Carlito statue, the carbon fiber cigar cases with all of the different uh, logos on them from Angel Share to Forbidden X. Um, all the other ones, I think we had them in there last year, which were really cool. There's also going to be a Don Carlos, uh, two, the second edition, Humidor and Gift Box set. Uh, for those who uh, have, have seen that, you probably remember the, the black and yellow, the, the big Humidor with all yeah. the pictures on the top. So it'll be one of those. Uh, all that's going to be added. There's also going to be some sample packs of some of the more rare cigars that they make. Uh, I don't have the final uh, details on those, but it's going to probably be some of the Lanceros that I know are highly coveted and maybe some of the other Forbidden Next stuff. Uh, so those will also be added at some point. So all that stuff is going to be up for grabs. So if you're interested in any of that and if any of that kind of uh, interests you or intrigues you, uh, those will be given away as well. I love it. That's fantastic. So guys, 
get out there, get on the, uh, get on the site and, um, you know, contribute to this great cause and get a chance to win some cool stuff. We all love cool stuff. So be a part of this, uh, cause it's an important cause and we can, uh, we cannot possibly do enough. So let's get out there and be a part of it. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for being on the show, brother. We look forward to, uh, talking again soon and hopefully seeing you in Las Vegas this summer. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. It's always great to get together with you guys. I love you guys so much. Uh, can't wait for PCA. It'll be here before we know it. It'll be kind of like my last hurrah with the boys before the baby comes. <laughs> so <laughs> I have to. Uh, I have that to look forward to. Uh, but no, thank you guys for having me on. I, I appreciate you uh, allowing me to to use your platform as well to to talk about this amazing cause uh, that means so much to us. Uh, it, it, it really, uh, I really do. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Our pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah. So viewers and listeners, thank you so much for being with us live on Facebook and YouTube. And if you're on the audio podcast, thank you so much for being the best part of how about that cigar live. We appreciate you guys watching and listening. If you guys have questions for us, you can email us on the website. How about that cigar.com. Make sure to follow us on all social media at HBT cigar. And of course, until we see you guys next time, burn cigars not bridges see you guys peace any comments opinions viewpoints or statements presented or uttered by guests on the hbtc podcast hbtc live video streams and all other media from hbt media llc are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of how about that cigar or its parent company hbt media llc any of our advertising partners or the premium cigar industry the primary purpose of how about that cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium cigars.